Okay, let me do? try something. Oh, try we'll something. See, we'll see if I do anything with okay, this. Okay, go for it. So that's my journey with Steven Universe. Uh, when we come back, we'll hear Macy's journey with Steven Universe. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it feels to. so goofy. Just picture pouring yourself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you later. Everybody, welcome to No Small Thing. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. And tonight we're going to be doing an episode on Steven Universe. You kind of wanted a drum roll for uh, 21 Pilots. I know, I almost considered it, but I wasn't sure because people can't hear the drum roll. I could add a, a drum roll later. <laughs> <laughs> I feel drum like this roll. merits a drum Steven roll. Steven Universe. And this is episode seven of yeah, our podcast. Seven. Oh, seven, that's a good number. Yeah. Why are we excited about Steven Universe? Steven Universe is a like kids cartoon, tween cartoon, mm-hmm. for people who don't know what it is, and why we are excited about it. A tween cartoon. I think that's what it's technically. It's like eight to twelve range. Okay, tween. Middle middle grade, maybe. Yeah, and I have things to say about that. Oh, okay. But I don't. I, we can save them. No, you can say it right now. Well. <laughs> That's that's sort of oh. the, that's sort of the dualist mindset. Uh, and tr- that's what I'd want to say to anybody right off the bat thinking about Steven Universe is if we're considering this a kid show or a tween show. Oh, it's you're like, right. Is you're it for is why it an did adult I categorize show or first? is it a kid show? Oh, it's a kid show, so I'll let my kids watch it or I'll watch it with my kids. And I would want to say everybody should watch it. It's it's oh. a show. It's a show that everybody yeah. should watch. Wow, I really labeled it. It is, it is, because you were trying to help people understand. It is a cartoon. It is, it is marketed to kids. Yeah, I think I just don't, I want people, okay, so what I was going to, about to say, though, was, like, it is, yeah, I guess it's on Cartoon Network, and that's where you'd find it, but it is a show with, like, so much richness and depth and meaning and, like, real life, like, character building and, like, Mm -hmm. amazing art and amazing music Mm -hmm. and, like, such good storytelling and so many parts of it are so good. And snaps, snaps, snaps. Yeah, I get excited because it's content that like I would want my kids to be watching. You want your kids to be watching? Wow, I said and that. Friends. I and said friends, and friends and family, adult friends and family. Yeah, adult friends. Do, is and that family. true though? Do you want your adult fan, friends and family to watch oh, the show? Oh yeah, I I do. I tried to show it to my parents, and they were like, they didn't like it. But that's fine. Anything, <laughs> anything, any show, any song, any artist. Most of the time is going to take a little time to get used to. I think that's true. You have to give it 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, but you Especially have to... with Steven Universe. The first few are Silly. not drawn as well, and I think they're trying to draw in their young audience. And, yeah. you know, I, I have to imagine. I don't, know the, I don't know the industry very well, but I'm sure there's some pressure in the first few episodes to gain an audience, to get ratings. Yeah. And they have to, it, they, they're explaining a really, like, complex world and like complex story that's like a bigger narrative and they have to explain a lot of things before you can like dive deeper into the plot I think and there's a lot of interesting concepts that have to be explained especially if it's trying to reach a younger audience too it's so good so I think what I hope for this episode is I have two audiences in mind I have people that are already Steven Universe fans that would like to hear people talk about Steven Universe I would Mm -hmm. I would like to hear anybody 
talked about Steven Universe. There are Steven podcasts. Universe podcasts. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. That I've listened to, you've listened to. Yeah. But that's, that's nice. It doesn't even matter if you're saying something novel or insightful. I just like the idea of doing my dishes and listening to people talk about Steven Universe in my podcast. <laughs> but then I also, obviously, we, we also have the idea of newbies. Yeah. You know, people that don't have any clue. Yeah. And I think, I think it's yeah, one of those things where it's like, wow, I, if, it, if you hadn't showed me, I wouldn't have realized this amazing like world and amazing like things to discover with it. So like, I of course want to share that with other people mm-hmm. and like I have, I mean, I've shared it with Cora and that's amazing. The girl I mean, you babysit for. Yeah. So friends, have any friends become Steven universe? Uh, yes. And no, I mean like I've shown them a few episodes. None of them have like divin- dove in deep. I think it just isn't the right time. I know, I know they all, if they like started watching them, would love it. They like love Adventure Time and Mm, yeah. There it is. Yeah. So like they, and they all are like, yeah, I know, but it's just, it's, it takes a bit of like commitment. You have to like get through probably, or I mean, get through is probably not the right word, but. If you like it, eventually. If you time, like it, you'll yeah. You'll like Steven Universe. Yeah, no, of course. Oh, oh, there's one friend of mine who her like best friend from home is a big Steven Universe fan. So we whenever we like she's over, I come over and we talk about Steven Universe. So nice. there's that friend. <laughs> it's nice just to have a conversation about Steven Universe. Yeah. There's lots to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. Sh- should we just give a little uh Description of how we first started watching Steven Universe. Yeah, because you started watching it with your kids. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll say it. Yeah. I'll and then you say it. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm an Adventure Time fan, and my son Jack and I were watching Adventure Time. Adventure Time is another cartoon show on Comedy Central. Comedy. Cartoon Network. Network. Cartoon Network. Yeah. <laughs> They're Central. the same thing. They're similar, actually. I mean, there's a lot really? of goofy cartoons on cartoon or on Comedy Central. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I read. Okay, so I, I remember. I remember during uh, when we would be watching Adventure Time, we would see ads for Steven Universe, and it looked so dumb. So let me just say oh. that it it didn't look very interesting. I I I would think to myself here. Here is the exact opposite of what we love about Adventure Time. I thought mm. Adventure Time was so different than anything that Cartoon Network was doing and was so unique and cool and yeah. and creative and yeah. it didn't follow a script or No, it was just it's like so a complex unique. story. Yeah. And so so the the commercials just made it look dumb. So I, I think for two or one or two years just ignored it completely. Oh. Yeah, and then I read an article, and this is this is the way to get me. Um, <laughs> I, I read an article where somebody said this is the most progressive kids show ever created, and I was like, "What? Well, let's what are check you talking about?" So even now, we're still early on in this episode. Yeah. If you're listening and you're thinking progressive kids yeah, show, yeah, what do you mean oh, I by want that? A, I want a conservative kids show. You got to get conservative. You got to be traditional values. Uh, you probably don't want Steven Universe. If if the idea of a progressive kids show sounds interesting to you, but I don't even listening. know if that's uh, that doesn't make sense. I mean, I think it. I think anyone could still enjoy Steven Universe. Anybody can enjoy it. I I'm just saying I, it is progressive. That seems like it is fact. progressive in the sense of. I don't know. I don't want. I don't think it should just be like labeled as that and. Well, whatever. Read read your quote. Read your quote about it. It 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 got me. I I was intrigued. That's that's the story. Yeah. 
I was what intrigued. Is, what is pro- okay? Let's just pause. What does progressive necessarily mean, and what about it gets you? Good question. Thank you. Very good question. <laughs> I think at the time when I read that, I, I didn't know what they meant by that. I was just intrigued, and I I guess the way I was interpreting that was that this was going to be a show that showed that said something that had some that had a message almost. Yeah. Why would you call a kids show progressive if it didn't say something? It it didn't seem. Oh, and they also it's said not it like was, a throwaway. Right, and they also said it was created by Rebecca one of the Sugar. co-creators of Adventure Time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about Rebecca Sugar later. Okay, wait. Can I quickly just? I want to read the definition of progressive. Oh, please. Happening or developing gradually or in stages. I don't think that's the the way it's used politically. I know. I'm trying to think. There's multiple definitions. Favoring liberal ideas, social reform. I don't know. I don't like any of these definitions. Okay. If you wouldn't label Steven Universe as progressive in terms of the way it deals with gender identity and other things like that, how would you describe that? What label would you give it? Woke? (laughs) It's a woke show. (laughs) (laughs) I I would um no I would just say it's more of just like a free and creative artistic sh- show. But like you don't think they're doing anything intentional in terms of body image, or we're gonna talk about fusion later. Yeah, I get. Uh, I just don't know if progressive is the word. I don't need to get. You I'm, don't like I'm progressive. Getting, I'm getting caught up in that. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the difference between a, a 38 year old dad and a. I I thought that was I wanted my kids to I don't watch think a progressive cartoon. I don't think it's like. That progressive. Okay. Compared to what? I don't know. Cartoon. I don't know. It's the most progressive kids I, cartoon. That's I what the article said. Because I don't have kids. I'm not like looking at it. I'm looking at it as a 23 year old who, like. In your in your world, it's not that. In progressive. my world, it's like not that big of a deal that like the the different like gender identity issues that's covered in that. It's it's cool and it's like encouraging, but it's not like earth shattering yeah well you know you're saying something that's (laughs) important i think to say that probably if you were to interview my kids years from now and talk about what steven universe meant to them they probably wouldn't think that it was earth shatteringly progressive right because to a certain extent the things that are conveyed we live in seattle yeah so the things that are conveyed in steven universe aren't necessarily cutting edge for a, a, a kid growing up in Seattle. I feel like we have to just say that it's just really gay. <laughs> that's like what we're trying to say. <laughs> I, that's not necessarily what I'm trying to say. I'm, try, I'm literally trying to say progressive. I stand by that. But if you want to say that, I'd I, stand by that too. I'd support it. No, I guess maybe I'm just saying it has a really fun twist on the concept of gender. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're trying. To, I mean, mm, and but I would call that progressive. But it's also progressive in other ways, in terms of its thong, like capitalism and colonialism. Wow. Gosh. The story it's, is it's that I was com- intrigued by the word. That's what got me to watch the show. That's the point. I know you're right. I I, I wasn't like looking for a progressive show. I was just intrigued. <laughs> I don't know why we got so caught up on this You're word. triggered by that word. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's an age difference thing, which is what I'm intrigued by. I'm intrigued by that. I just don't, okay. I think a reason why I got, I just don't maybe, want. Maybe it's a kind of an old person's word, I feel like, nowadays. I don't want anyone to, like, not 
watch it because they're like, oh, it's progressive. I shouldn't watch it. That was the only reason why I paused. Oh, gosh. Whatever anybody means by the word progressive, <laughs> I was intrigued. That's all. That's, that's the simple story. So I, I was intrigued enough to, to make my kids watch an episode or two. And I, and I suggested that we watch it. And they did not want to watch it. Oh. And I was mildly impressed by the first few episodes. But the way I watch things, side note, I, I usually give it a season. Yeah. You know, it, unless it's total trash. I'll usually give yeah. it a season because I know it usually takes a creator time to build their world. So yeah. we gave St- Steven Universe a season, but we didn't even need to give it a season. I think by probably the fourth or fifth episode we were in. Yeah. You know, so for the journey for me was watching it with my kids. And what, what happened with us is that we watched, we don't watch <laughs> a lot of TV in our house. So it's, yeah. it's like on set nights we could watch two episodes. Yeah. But then we went to Santa Barbara for vacation and in the evenings we would binge four or five episodes. Yeah. That was really fun. And I think we got caught up to where they were at that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. which was, I think at that point, nobody's going to know what this means, but it was basically the furthest it had gone at that point was the mindfulness episode. Oh. So that was two summers ago and we got caught up to that I episode. I watched that episode today. Yeah, it was so sweet. <laughs> so all that to say, it was a very special season with my kids. It was a, uh, I mean, right now, Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers is being talked a lot about in the media uh, about sort of this healing balm of empathy yeah. in a culture that needs a, yeah. a, a model like that right now. Go see Will You Be My Neighbor. I have not seen it's it. I'm very bitter so and jealous that Macy and Matthew so have good. seen it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my gosh. So go see it. Steven Universe is a show that primarily Steven is the main character, and he his superpower is lots of different things. He has a shield. He has a weapon. He can eventually fly. The, these superpowers sort of manifest themselves as the show goes. He doesn't have a weapon necessarily. Float. He has a shield. Yeah. I think, well, one of the fusions I, has a sword. Stevani has a sword. I know. I guess that's right. He has a bubble. Right. It's a bubble. He You're has right. some powers. I, no, I know. I thought I just, I just think of his weapon like a shield is defensive. Okay. Fine. He has some powers. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is we're we're dabbling in the banter episode. You're really challenging my words tonight. <laughs> well, no, I just like go I'm for always, it. Challenge away. I just really always like loved that Stephen didn't have like an aggressive weapon. That he always had a shield and a bubble that protected. Like it was, it wasn't. I'm like the only issue I have with Stephen Universe, and I like am convicted by this. And it this is like probably the hardest part of watching it. The hardest part. <laughs> is it's they use a lot of war like they Mm -hmm. use violence and like Mm -hmm. violence is the metaphor is like a way and a visual and like i get it it like makes so much sense to like convey a story and a message and all these things but like it really bums me out that we have to that we have to show that i don't know war is uh, a natural part of life it's not something that's good that i don't condone or celebrate it uh but it's it's well, th- I'm not even saying anything about that. I, I'm the main thing I wanted to say was Steven Universe's main superpower is his empathy. I know, but I just I was saying he had these other sub superpowers. I just wanted to point that out. But I, if you watch the show, the main superpower that comes out that seems to be inherited from his mom, don't get caught up in that right now, <laughs> is is empathy. <laughs> For people who don't under- know what's going on in Steven Universe, there was like a weird plot twist that I'm still figuring out. Mm-hmm. That involves Steven's mom. That is just, 
has me not sure about I have to rethink every episode, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Just to be sure about your whole life. Okay. I'm trying to talk about uh, the experience. Uh, I need okay. to let you just I'm talking to the dads and the pa- moms of the world. I'm talking to the parents of the world, okay, the guardians yeah. of the Go world. Go for it. I felt like we were watching something important. That's what. That's hmm. the sentence I'd want to say. It wasn't trivial or just mindless entertainment. We were having fun in the evenings watching this show that I thought we were all being inspired by. It wasn't... I was learning just as much as my kids. Yeah. And and uh, so this is... The, I have a blog that I... In six years, I've written six blog posts. Woo. Um, but I... Two years ago, I wrote my top 10 favorite albums. And my number three favorite album was The Music of Stephen oh, Universe. Yes. And, and this is what I said that I would love people to hear about why I love Stephen Universe. And this is what I'm trying to say about kids or versus parents or adults versus kids. I don't, I don't want anybody to think of it as a kid's show. It has like a kid's show flavor inevitably because it's on Cartoon Network and being marketed towards kids. But the overall complexity and the overall uh, message of the show is not childish. Yeah. Maybe childlike, but not childish. Yeah, I would agree. And it has um, a lot of weight. It has a it has a weighty, pertinent, applicable, it, valid message. It's thoughtful. Like it's, it, thoughtful. it's every it's episode nuanced. is thoughtful, yeah. and the character like there it's aren't complex. decisions. Yeah, it's complex. There aren't decisions. You can tell that there aren't decisions made like lightly. And if you like music, it's got really good music. Oh, it's got such good music. Yeah. Wait, do you have a quote from your blog? Yeah, this is my quote from my blog. I said, "It's hard to convey to the non-converted how truly rich and powerful this show is." For me personally, it is a story that is right up there with favorites like Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Narnia. The mythology of this show, a story about alien invaders that decide to turn on their own kind to save Earth, is utterly unique, and the characters are so three-dimensional and endearing that it compels fans to want to stay in this quote-unquote universe as often as possible. In C.S. Lewis's review of The Lord of the Rings, he wrote, Here are beauties which pierce like swords or burn like cold iron. Here is a book that will break your heart. The same could be said for Steven Universe. The emotional landscape and maturity of this show is oftentimes more profound than anything I can find on adult shows. It's really too bad that we even have labels for media like this. Steven Universe is a kid's show, quote-unquote, yet for those with an open mind, it has depth and wisdom to offer even the most pretentious of adults and who would find it compelling. That was so good. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I would say to anybody who hasn't watched it. Watch it. I mean, it, if you're a person that likes Narnia or Harry Potter, an adult that likes that stuff, this sh- this should be yeah. in there. It should be it should be in there with that stuff. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. It's such oh, it's so special and sweet the whole story. So I watched it and got caught up. Watched it with my kids, and then started like Macy has used this word for us as fans became like an evangelical for yeah. Steven Universe, yeah. which made me inevitably share Steven Universe with Macy. Yeah, because so I that's think you, my knew. Journey. you knew I would love I'm, it. I, I want you to explain your journey, and I'm not going to interrupt you as much. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't remember when you first told me to watch Steven. It was sometime when we kind of first became friends. I do remember listening to the Steven Universe music in your car with you guys on the way to Side by Side and not understanding it because I like don't know. Once you the songs are really easy. On our way to a summer camp where we were Thank volunteering, <laughs> Macy was in the car with my family, sitting in the back seat with my kids. And we listened to the Steven Yeah, what did Universe Jack soundtrack. call me? Side Cor- seat Macy. Like corner Macy corner or something. Corner Macy, yeah. <laughs> Macy was sitting in the corner. <laughs> and my son came up with an endearing title for Macy of like corner Macy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sweet. So we listened to it. And my kids were singing along. And I think Macy, in her fandom way, was was wanting to be part of this world. I, I think I like could tell. I was like, oh, these are sweet. Like, mm-hmm. And there's a few good songs. And there's like... There's some songs that are just so good. They're my favorite songs. But um, I could tell it was good. And so then you were like, I was like, I think I do want to get into it. And then I think you guys had me, you and Jack and Avery. And we had a few, were other people there to watch Steven Universe? I know you showed me Fusion episodes. I'm pretty sure you were at a leaders meeting at my house. And and I used part of the opening to, uh, actually towards the end, I, I brought you down and we watched the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the answer today. Oh, great. And, oh. and you, you you had no reference point for how special I had no it was. reference point. So you Scott like, shows me. Great. Yeah. Cool. Scott shows me this one episode that's like explains this very, it gives like the backstory of a character and it was really good, but I was pretty confused. I then went and watched the show and like three episodes in, I which whichever episode has breakfast. Oh, that yeah, episode so had me in. Yeah. Steven was so sweet and endearing and childlike and like the oh, most breakfast. so good. It, in the most like precious way and like and trying so hard to serve his loved ones. Yeah, that episode <laughs> like really got me. It's mm-hmm. like a silly episode and I was like, "Oh, I love Steven." And I I felt like Steven was my first like Love of the show, mm. the main character Steven. Appropriate. And then I later fell in love with other characters. Of course. So you saw the episode and you heard the music, and then what happened? Like, I don't even know this. Like, you just came home and started binging yourself? Yeah, I just like one day was like, well, let's check it out. And then I watched like a few episodes. I mean, the first episode, Cookie Cat, is funny. It is. I've, I've a watched classic. it a lot of times. And then once I like something. Cookie Cat. Uh, once I like something, it's kind of like I'm gonna watch it all really fast. But and let me ask like, this question: analyze it. Like it's obvious you've seen Adventure Time, but that hasn't gotten the same traction for you that Steven Universe has because you haven't binged Steve- Adventure Time. Yeah, I've seen a lot of episodes of Adventure Time. Yeah, I've seen so, like so probably what was like it eight that to stood ten. Out to you personally about Steven Universe? I think it was Steven. It was the like in. The earnest nature of the characters. I think Adventure Time really rocks in its way of being like incredibly like adventurative. Like it very much mm. like it it like varies between like worlds almost and there's a I, lot more first like of all, I do like that word. What? Adventurative. Uh, yeah, I think I just made that it, it's, up. It's a new word. <laughs> Here we it, are. But it makes sense. We all know what you mean. That's a great word. Thank you. Adventurative. Um, so I like can really appreciate that part of Adventure Time, and I think I want to understand that part more. But Steven Universe, it is like really like I would say almost like pure. Mm. 
Adventure Time is based on Dungeons and Dragons. I know, I know. It's so cool. So, <laughs> uh, but it's that's what makes it so random. It's random. Yeah, Steven Universe isn't as random as Adventure Time. Yeah, Adventure Time is like, ha- you don't know. Like you, you have you, no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and and they they don't. The characters circle are back. more nonsensical. Yeah, uh, it's great there's there's a a bit more of uh, the characters are a bit more real and grounded in Steven Universe because there's just humans and just gems pretty much mm-hmm. as in venture time there's like a bunch of different creatures really one thing up. that uh pendleton ward he's the creator of venture time mm-hmm. uh rebecca sugar was a uh contributor especially with the music um but one of the things he said that made adventure time really unique compared to old cartoons like think bugs bunny or something like mm-hmm. that that if something happens in adventure time where somebody loses an arm or a, 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 an important thing happens. It's going to carry on. That's yeah. going to that's going to be in the next episode. They're not yeah. going to reset every time. Yeah. And I think that, at least from what I understand, was a fairly novel concept for a kids show. Yeah. And Steven Universe is the exact same. It's linear. You don't you don't you don't go back in time and reset. Right. Right. Yeah. They're following a story arc. Yeah. I mean, I think of like other shows like Avatar that does that as well. Avatar does that, yeah, absolutely. I, I, so I don't know which came first, but but uh, yeah. at least at least no, when I, I know. heard Pendleton. I know Ward there's talk. like a genre. Is there a genre of like these kinds of kids shows? Because then there's like those ones that are yeah, I guess like Bugs Bunny or it's just oh, uh, like you and I don't slapsticky. share Avatar yet. I would love to do an Avatar episode. I know someday. I'm like halfway through it's it. So good. We <laughs> not halfway through it. I don't think you even think you're through season one. Yeah, I I like okay. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm not like passionate it's, it has a lot of about war. it. It it does, and I mm-hmm. think that's where my issue is. It is about war. Uh, in terms of war in shows, yeah. I don't think any of these shows are advocating for war. They 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 are engaging with the reality of life. I know, I know. They're all they're they're like commentary on war. Yeah. I can see that, but I also just hate the idea of. Uh, no no no! None of these shows are celebrating war. I know. I don't think they are either. But there is a sense of we can become immune to violence if we keep seeing it that's in the point. sensory overload of that's it. a valid point i think that that's my fear and the thing is like if we see combat especially if this is a children's show we want to mimic that and i think kids do respond to the imagery probably more than we as adults do so i don't know yeah that, you, that's you're, you're in your get. sweet spot right there you said some good things <laughs> thank you yeah, uh, I think that's good like teenagers, I mean that's that's like the big issue right now with a lot of teenagers is this idea that they are they are so desensitized to violence. I think I think this is a good thing to talk about briefly is to say Macy is very sensitive to violence, and <laughs> I, and, and and I I will say I showed you a clip one time that I love from Game of Thrones where there was a lot of violence. Yeah, and your reaction was so intense. And it made there's, me so sad. There's like, very I was so certain, sad to show you that clip. There's very certain violence that really gets me. Yeah. But like and, and and stay that way. Like, I don't I don't want anybody being desensitized to violence. I to don't a certain know. extent, I've probably been desensitized. And uh-huh. let's all let's all try to say more a little bit more sensitized to violence. <laughs> we should not become comfortable with that. I don't know. Let me recap. <laughs> That's my journey with Steven Universe. And essentially, Macy's journey with Steven Universe. Do we want to sort of, for anybody new to Steven Universe, give a mild introduction to what 
It is? Yeah, I think we should. I think that would be kind of us. Yeah, so I, I think that would be really cool for you to do, and I'll fill in the gaps. Of what well, Steven what is? is oh. What is Steven Universe? So Steven, okay, Steven Universe. Steven Universe is the main character of the show, and he is this boy who grows up in, you meet him in Beach City, mm-hmm. and he lives with these three, they're gems, which in this world of Steven Universe, there's humans and there's gems, and gems are kind of like aliens who are, they have these like core gem centers and then their bodies their bodies are light they're they're aliens and they're superpowers and they have these they're really cool and complex um but he lives with three of them garnet pearl and amethyst and is it is it fair to say that they're women yes they are female they're women yeah so he lives with three all gems all gems are they're like sexless, but they use she, her pronouns. Right. So there's garnet, amethyst, pearl, women, gems that he lives with. He lives with, but then he has a dad. How, how old is he? Steven's, I think, 12 when the show starts. I, I, I'm lit- literally asking that. He's 12. Okay. He's 12. He's 12, and now at the show, he's 14, I believe. Okay. Um, so he lives with them, and then he his dad lives in... Uh, his van. <laughs> his dad is. His dad it runs is, a car wash. His dad is like a like a the typical like what you would describe as being like probably white trash. But ah, he's. I've never but, thought about that. No. Like a washed out hippie. Like a washed. Oh, you're right. A washed out hippie. hippie. Wow. He would describe as a washed out hippie. Matthew, the producer. That was in good. Hot. That was a lot better of a descriptor. <laughs> washed out hippie. But white trash. But he yeah. is. Greg. Once the second you get to meet him, you realize Greg is all he is human. the best. He is all human. Not a gem. Oh, yeah. So Steven. Okay. So Steven, the main character, he is half human, half gem. So he has like a gem belly button, um, which is just classic Steven. He's a little goofy kid and he's a gem belly button. And that is his, he has an organic body. Um, so he's not a light form. And yet he like has the powers kind of, of in the beginning of a gem, he's still learning. So he's 12. So he's like coming of age and is also coming into his gem powers, basically. And it seems like gems are, are, are gems, but also it has software implications, computer implications. Yeah. There, it's I a don't very, know what to say about that. Technical world in which mm-hmm. they live in. I mean, it's it's on some sense these gems are aliens and they're more advanced in terms of their technologies and the way that they produce. I mean, the gem world. So there's Earth and then like obviously like the universe and then there's home world, which is kind of like the gem world's centering point. And then from there, what should I go let, into let all let of just, this? Let me just stop for a quick second because I want you to go all in on this. <laughs> and really? I want to I stop anybody and just say. Basically, what's happening is if you if you have any understanding of Harry Potter or if you have any understanding of Lord of the Rings, this is this is like trying to, to describe the Shire and yeah. Hobbits to anybody that's never heard of that. So yeah, just understand what we what we what we crave as humans is mythology. Hmm. It's great. It's a great creative thing. Macy's trying to describe a whole world that once you immerse yourself in it makes tons of sense, but gems and (laughs) (laughs) all this stuff, it sounds, it sounds crazy, but so does the Shire. So do wizards. So does Mordor. So does Gollum. Yeah. So does 
Aslan, a talking lion who represents Jesus. Like <laughs> this stuff all sounds strange if you don't understand it. Yeah. So that's what's happening. You're describing a world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a beautiful world. It's so, a beautiful world. I don't know. It's worth describing if you're being weirded out by it. Just understand that. The, it's it's, it's a, pretty easy once you start this watching. This is like sci-fi fantasy cartoon tween for all ages. Tween slash progressive for, yeah. cartoon. <laughs> 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 um, so Stephen, okay, so Stephen, there's Homeworld. Mm-hmm. And Homeworld is kind of the centering point of... By the way, you're doing a much better job than I could ever do. So, I know, I highly doubt so that. kudos but, to you. But thank you. Yeah. I'll just keep going until... Yeah, <laughs> so Homeworld and... I don't know how much I should tell of things that you find out later. Maybe not much. Just give the basic premise. Okay, so Stephen lives with Pearl Amethyst and Garnet. When you first meet him, they're kind of like his caretakers, but they're also trying to protect Earth because they are the they are kind of this like rebel group that um so part of the Steven Universe world is that there's a lot of kind of like colonialization of mm different planets in the universe where gems will come in and they'll use the land for resources and not really like take any care of the like natural inhabitants of the planet. Um, I really want Ruben's opinion on this. I know. I know. And uh, he would have a, he would have a lot to say yeah. on this. And so that is <clears throat> kind of what was happening to earth. And then the crystal gems, which is this group arose um, as a rebellion. And so Steven lives with those, a rose. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stephen lives with the crystal gems, and he... Uh, they're kind of raising him. They're, they're kind of raising him. Um, they don't really know how to because they're not human, and they don't know how to raise him because he's half human, half gem. Nobody really knows how to. But uh, they kind of... the If you listen to the theme song, it kind of tells you like what the show is about. They're there to protect the earth, and mm. that's like their so mission. Good. So um, good. and they, they each say like why they're there. Uh, what does Garnet say? I'll fight for the world I was made in or no, that's Amethyst. Garnet is, I'll fight to be who I am or something like that. It's special. You should listen to that. I will fight for the place where I'm free to live together and exist as me. I will fight in the name of Rose Quartz and everything that she believed in. I will fight for the world I was made in. The earth is everything The music's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Stephen lives with this like group, this ragtag group of ladies and his dad who protect the planet. And there's like <laughs> it starts out with these like weird little like crystal like mutants that they're like stopping, but then the story like picks up and there's a lot more to what they have to do to protect. And Stephen is, like, being opened up into this world of, like, what it is to protect Earth. And as an audience, we start to as well. This description should be posted on all Steven Universe <laughs> fan sites. That is a great description of Steven Universe. Thank you. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> so that's kind of Steven Universe in a nutshell, plus, like, That's a just the things. premise. That's just, like, kind of the premise. Big things happen after that. Oh, that's, like, the, like, yeah. Oh. I like to think if I was a person that knew Steven, again, listening to this episode, yeah. I, I think I'd be nodding my head in agreement, like, 
You nailed it. You nailed the you nailed the premise. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe there's some nuances that somebody that's a yeah, true fan would like to critique or add. But well, but I only talked large, about that's five characters. Five characters, but we're talking about the premise. Yeah. Is there anything else we want the audience to know about Steven Universe to share? In this episode, I I think Macy and I both wanted to convey how we got started on Steven Universe, and then for anybody that might not understand what we're talking about, give an attempt at a description of the premise. Yeah. But there's so many elements to Steven Universe that we really love and enjoy that we could deep dive on. Yeah, and we could talk about Steven for like a really we could do we could do a podcast on Steven, I bet. Absolutely. And what what we say about a lot of these episodes is that we're setting the stage for possible future episodes. So yeah. so I w- I love the idea of more future Steven Universe episodes. And it doesn't even have to be for anybody. It's, it's for us. I, I want to talk about Steven Universe. I know. This is so fun. <laughs> I love that we yeah. are doing this. So, so we, we give this Steven. premise to Steven Universe. <laughs> and tonight we want to talk about fusion, which is, a, which is an amazing element oh. to Steven Universe. Yes. That's just one element, though. In, in future episodes, we can talk about other things. But yeah. tonight we want to talk about fusion. Yeah. So get ready for our conversation about fusion. One of the many, many, many elements, this is a mythology. One of the mythology elements, one of the new sort of novel ideas introduced into Steven Universe is fusion. Yeah. Fusion. Get that in your it's it's a big it's a big idea. It's a big idea. And I would say the whole concept of fusion is reason enough to watch this show. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. And 100%. and that's what we're gonna Attempt a, a a quick deep dive into the idea and concept of fusion. I had a quote and I can't find it. Take your time. Okay, I am mad because I had a good quote. Oh, okay, so fusion is a very complicated thing, and and I'll I'll say this: I tried to describe fusion, knowing that we were doing this episode, to a friend of mine today, and it did not go well. Yeah, it's one it's of complicated. those. It's one of those things that. It is inherently mysterious, and so I think defining it is hard. But I, I, I want to remind people of the mythology that we're comfortable with. So how do you define Lord Voldemort and the, and, and the Elder Wand to somebody that doesn't know Harry Potter? The Elder Wand. The Elder Wand. What is it? Uh, uh, what, what's the final book? The Deathly oh, Hollows. How am I going to describe the Deathly Hollows to someone? The Cloak of Invisibility? I think, what is okay, that? Okay, but I genuinely think fusion is, I think the cream of the crop of it, all it, it, That's the point. Mythologies. It's the cream of the crop, but we're saying to somebody that doesn't know what we're talking about, if I just, if I just start trying to describe the Elder Wand to somebody, they think I'm crazy. So just yeah. have a little patience for yeah. something and appreciate and have maybe, a little patience. Maybe trust. Maybe maybe trust mm-hmm. that what we're describing is really cool. Really cool. Once you get into it. Okay. You want, <laughs> okay. So, so fusion is uh, fusion gems, which is okay. Fusion gems are the product are two or more gems. Fusions are formed when the participants are emotionally harmonious with each other. This state can be spontaneous, but it is usually achieved deliberately through a synchronized dance. 
Gold. I so so this is when visually I'll just say this is when like two gem characters they fuse together and become an entirely new gem that has a two a new light beam that has the same uh, core gems within them, which are like the little stones. But I have one more (laughs) description. I just want people to visually be able to understand. Yeah, that's good. Um, I love, I love, <laughs> I love trying to hear what you just said uh, for as a as somebody that doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Okay, keep going. Okay, so this is where I was like, I read this today and was mind blown. Um, when gems fuse, their bodies and minds become one. This creates an entirely different entity, as opposed to two minds sharing a single body. Fusion will cause the creation of a new gem. However, this does not necessarily mean that this gem does not already exist. A oh, fusion of... Oh, 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 oh. Wow. That's mind-blowing. This is... Every part of this is mind-blowing. <laughs> a fusion wow. of multiple types of gem is referred to as a gem type other than those of the components. Existing non-fusion... Okay, wait. The rest is more complex. Should I keep reading it? Read it and see what happens. Okay. Existing non-fusion type gems will look different to that of a fused gem. For instance, no, don't read the rest. I can yeah. already tell. Yeah, I, I we, could we tell got the too. gist. Wait, what's the source that you can say? Oh, this is from Steven Universe Wiki. Ooh, Steven Universe Wiki. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and then I have one more, which is a quote, and I don't know who the quote's from, but it's from the show, and it's: First, you need a gem at the core of your being. Then you need a body that can turn into light. Then you need a partner who you trust with that light. Gold. That is insane. That was Garnet to Stephen. Okay, I think. that is crazy. I'm uh, sorry. We, we had a really strange, and it'll probably stay in there because it's good conversation about progressive. But <laughs> we'll, we'll call it liberal. I don't know what you call it. Uh, call it human. Let's just call it. Uh, there's a lot of s- stuff in the I concept of fusion when you were talking about like a dance. It is so spiritual. Yeah, uh, spiritual, but I'd also say it's consensual. That's what's important. Oh, it's so, oh, it makes, it's so beautiful the way it is. You can't fuse with somebody that doesn't want to fuse. Well, there are unhealthy fusions. There's unhealthy fusions. But, but those unhealthy fusions are, there's a clear imbalance of power Mm -hmm. and it usually ends in the fusions breaking. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's when the fusion is no longer a dance. I mean, when people try and dance and there's this, like, not connection and not unity and they're trying to fuse, if they don't, if they're not in sync, they won't be able to fuse. There has to be a sense of, like, in syncness. Oh. So good. Oh. There's there's so many different applicable metaphors for fusion. Helpful uh, uh, ways to think about fusion and apply it to our lives. And... Again, we've said it before, Macy and I work with high schoolers yeah. in the context of youth ministry in the church, and we just did a whole dating relationship sex series, yeah. and we talked a lot about um, consensual relationships and the right and the ability that teens have and adults have, anybody has, to say what they want and don't want in a relationship yeah. physically. And, and fusion has a lot of great things to say about that. No, it really does. Yeah. I would say, just to keep piggyback off what you're saying in terms of what fusion is, Yeah, it's, it's two gems typically fusing, but, but 
what we learn eventually is that multiple gems can fuse yeah. to create one entity, one being, I, one new being. But I love this idea of your definition of the, the being already existed. I know. That's amazing. I think this is where it's like fusion can be looked at in so many different areas. It can mm-hmm. be applied in so many ways because you have fusions between just two people and then you have fusions between multiple gems mm-hmm. and you have fusions of like... What's the one that's like the giant old woman caterpillar? What's her uh, name? What's her name? Uh, it's... She, there's there's a fusion of like seven people yeah. or seven <laughs> gems, which That's is the very one. complex. Yeah. But there's also like, so Stephen fuses with a human mm-hmm. and it's that brings up a whole nother like set of questions. And, and like I said, it's a mythology. So appreciate that there's a lot of new things to wrap your mind around with that. I, I would like to explain the first fusion. Yes. Because the t- first time I saw a fusion, I had no understanding how far they would go with this. And it seemed like a one-off. It seemed like a silly... Yeah, no, it, yeah, didn't, it's I didn't casually brought how... up. Ha! Take that! Wow, Amethyst, I'm impressed. Now it's your move, Pearl. Steven, are the water balloons really necessary? Yeah, this way the moves really matter. But it's checkers. Every single move matters. It sounds like someone's being a sore loser. (laughs) I'm not a sore loser because I just won the game. What? Here it comes. Wow! Feels good to lose. I certainly hope that's not the attitude you have during battle. Uh, You're no fun anymore. This is why we never form Opal. We don't form Opal because you're difficult and a mess. We don't form Opal because you're uptight and... Guys! Guys! What is Opal? Oh, it's the two of us mashed together. (laughs) Is water just hydrogen and oxygen mashed together? Uh... Analogy wasted. Look here, Stephen. When we synchronize our forms, we can combine into a powerful fusion gem named Opal. Except I don't dance like that. Amethyst. Wow. So, again, for somebody that doesn't know Steven Universe, fusion becomes a really central element to the show. Yeah. And there is an episode, I think it's titled Giant Woman. It is. And, again, it's... This is a kid's show, but I don't know what even we mean by that. They're on a mission. They're on a mission. That, to that's get the fine. heaven beetle. To get the heaven beetle, yeah. <laughs> so Stephen enters this realm uh, with Pearl and Amethyst, and they hint that if they combine their powers, they'll form what is called a giant woman. Yeah. And what they're talking about is a, a an ent- I love that w- what this thing is said a, a an entirely different person yeah so it's a, a new being pearl and amethyst pearl and amethyst are one of the two women slash gems that take care of steven fuse and become their own thing they'll form opal opal is one of the fusions and steven sings one of the best songs the best called song. giant woman it was one of the hints <clears throat> that like this is going to be a great show with great music yeah and so look that up, Giant would Woman. Would we would be able to play it? Giant oh, Woman. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll add it in there. Yeah, Giant Woman. It's a sweet song. It's a sweet song. A All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman. All I 
wanna do is help you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. All I wanna be is someone who gets to see a giant Eventually, by the end of that episode, Pearl and Amethyst finally fuse, but it already hints at some of the important dynamics of fusion. Yeah. Pearl and Amethyst can't fuse initially because they're fighting and they're angry at each other and they're not um, giving themselves over to the process of fusing. Yeah. And they have to figure out a way to make space for each other. They yeah. have to they have to find a way to get over their resentment and bitterness and basically reconcile in order to fuse. Which they they almost have to accept the other two. I mean, they're yeah. like bickering and like they they can't see the good in the other. Mm-hmm. They have to like allow the other to be themselves almost. Huge. So yeah. once they're able to do that, they're able to fuse, and when that happens, they create something that is so distinctly the two of them, but also so uniquely. It's unique. so cool how it is. I was thinking about this so much today. So the the imagery, uh, we should like post photos or something. We always we will. We'll post photos of like all the fusions because <coughs> they they aren't like literally exactly carbon copy of what you would say if you like were to morph two things together. They take like dominant characteristics of each of the two gems and they create this like entirely new being that has its own persona and its own capabilities this is specifically when they're two different kinds of gems fusion of same like gems is completely different that kind of and do we want to talk about that you should yeah because so so that's if it's two part of the mythology yeah so that's if there's two different kind gems and so um if it's two, like, rubies, per se, which are gems, which rubies are typically, like, soldier gems, and there's a lot of them. Oh, Steven Universe world is also somewhat of a caste system based on the type of gem you are. You, you actually have really leveled up on this stuff. Uh, you know more than me, I think. I mean, so when good. you think about it, it's like they're designed to be a certain kind of gem that has a role, and they have to play yeah, it. Yeah, but and I there's, there's really very little There's very little room and space for... Uh, Multiple rubies fusing just create bigger rubies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, so they just fuse and they become just one giant ruby. And there is, I think, a little less sense of se- self in those fusions. So, okay, one other thing is in fusion. And we get a lot of this information of what fusion is like is mm. because characters will somewhat describe it. Specifically, Garnet describes it a lot, I feel like. I watched, like, five episodes today, so I'm like, oh. Yeah, Garnet Garnet is like Fusion's number one advocate. Yes. Garnet will always be down for Fusion. Yes. And that's that's I guess a, a tricky dicey thing to enter into because we don't want to give things away. I know. But you haven't yet. So I know. I don't know. If should we I, I think we should. Spoiler alert. You gave me the spoiler I'm, before I'm I watched the show. I'm not even gonna show. say spoiler officially, but if we get into it. Um Yeah. 
I'm going to say it officially right now. Okay, wait. You go, how are any, you going to say it, though? Anybody listening to this episode... Don't just spoiler say Spoiler alert. Oh. Spoiler oh, alert. <laughs> if you proceed, Macy and I are going to be playing fast and loose with the characters, and we're going to probably give some things away. Okay. And... I think, like I said, I don't. I don't think we're going to edit ourselves or be too careful yeah. in what we're going to say going ahead. But yeah. so I would want to encourage people: don't worry about it too much. It's fine. Uh, listen to. It. Well, yeah, because you also. I started the show with this spoiler specifically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you did. I, I, did. I spoiled it right off the bat. Yeah. What's it like being a fusion? You fused. I mean, like all the time. Do you forget who you used to be? You forget you were ever alone. You know, when you fuse, you don't feel like two people. You feel like one being. And your old names might as well be names for your left arm and your right. When you split up, is it like you disappear? I embody my, I mean, Ruby and Sapphire's love. I'll always exist in them, even if I split apart. But the strength of that love keeps me together, so I can stay guarded for a very long time. That's why you're so great. <laughs> so that one of the main characters, Garnet, the gem that lives with Steven, um, and she's she somewhat like plays the role of the leader. You can kind of see like it's never spoken, but she clearly is like the strongest probably of all the gems. And they look to her often for like stability, I would say. Um, she, it turns out, is a fusion and she's a fusion of two completely I mean, somewhat like opposite gems is what you would say. So we have Sapphire, who is this elite aristocrat, very rare gem, who's very powerful and like is to be protected very close to the Diamond Authority, very which very precious, which the Diamond Authority is the like there's this four main gems that are just oh, kind of like super super gems, basically, kind of. I don't know. Um, and so Sapphire is this. She can see the future. She's super powerful. Um, blue, icy, sapphire. And then there's Ruby. And Ruby is <laughs> Ruby is kind of a soldier. Ruby, Ruby is, there's a lot of rubies in this world. Um, Ruby is red. Ruby is fiery. Ruby is very instinctual, I would say, probably. Ruby is made to protect. I would come and, from the gut triad. Yeah, I would probably say that. I, I'm very loyal, though, because rubies, rubies are made to protect, and they... They recognize in this, in the gem world, there is a sense of you do your duty. You do what is meant to keep the organism going, mm -hmm. which if you were to like scan it, pull it back and like rubies can see their role as like my role is to protect Sapphire and like very much give of themselves for it. And so there are these opposite ways of thinking because rubies sees themselves as like being there's so many of them. Anyways, there's... There's many rubies. There's many rubies. There's yeah. many... They're like, yeah, rubies are super common. There's sapphires. There are pearls. There are... Amethyst. Amethysts. There's, there's quartzes. There's multiple. And then there's, there's specific pearls. There's specific rubies. Yeah. And you, and as you dive deeper, you start to realize the the more rare gems are and that certain gems contain more powers or have... I, I love to really think this this could sound just completely ludicrous. Yeah, Anybody no. This, has no idea what we're talking I'm about. Like, I'm sure this probably does. That makes it so beautiful, though, because this took a lot of imagination. Oh, this took this took so much imagination and so much collaboration. Yeah. You like, you can't hate on something that took and, so much creativity. Oh, gosh. And everybody, the visuals, the colors, 
it's insane. The co- oh, the colors. Uh, I could <laughs> also go off, but uh, so <laughs> by by it. circumstance, Ruby and Sapphire fuse. Um, Ruby acts out of the. And would ordinary. you say would you characterize their fusion as romantic? In that moment, no. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. It's sort of survival. I think it was survival and extinctual, and so Ruby Which acted. Leads to one of the other best songs. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm really setting this stage. I'm really just recapping this episode a little Set, bit. Recap. So, uh, Sa- Sapphire can see the future, and Sapphire knows that they will be hit, but they will not be. Their gem themselves will not be shattered. They will be. Pre- so, if if your gem or your whatever your gemstone within you uh, doesn't actually get hit, you're fine. Your just light beam will be like hurt. Mm. It's it's interesting the way it plays out, but so. So she sees that that's going to happen, um, but she, like, sees that it'll, in the end of the day, their, like, side will win. Um, and one of the rubies acts out of order and goes to protect Sapphire. In, in her attempt, they collide and they fuse, and they become an entirely new being, which is Garnet. So sweet. And so good. One they, of the best episodes. It is one of the best episodes, and they are mesmerized by what they're experiencing. I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. Guarantee it. Yeah, (laughs) it's a really good episode. They're mesmerized by what they're experiencing. Where did we go? What did we do? I think we made something entirely new. And it wasn't quite me. And it wasn't quite you. I think it was someone entirely new. If Ruby and Sapphire, Ruby especially, I don't think I, I don't think Ruby is a boy. They're all girls. They're gems. Uh, is Ruby a g- is a girl? Yeah, They're maybe. all gems. Yeah. Okay. 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 She. Okay. It's a yeah, she. Isn't that it's all she's. Okay. All she's. Okay. Good. Good clarification. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. They're sexless and they're she's. They'll so well, well, that that brings up a big question about Stephen. Then I've never really thought about that. What do you mean about Stephen? He's a boy. Yeah, because he's art. He's organic. So he has. He's. Like, he is sex male, and his pronouns are he, him. Wow. Big things. Mm-hmm. I, I am uh, your student at this point. That's <laughs> big. <laughs> all of this can be, f- like, all of this information can be found online with what they're specific. Okay. Like. Cool. By the universe. Mm. It's, like, verified info. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, and so I think there's a threat in the sense of, like, you wouldn't want people to be able to fuse. That's like uh, makes them extra powerful. But also, it's just like yeah, the society. So it was big that they then fused again. Mm, this sounds progressive. This sounds progressive. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. 
I just think that's such a broad word. I guess I just get stuck. Uh, yeah. I think what we want to talk about is sort of the metaphorical oh. implications mm-hmm. or practical applications of fusion, yeah. which I think are many. I think so many. What, what's, what's the first metaphor that comes to mind when you think of fusion that, that applies to like everyday life? Do you want me to go? Yeah, I okay. have so uh, many thoughts. I wrote okay. on a whiteboard so many thoughts about L- fusion. Let me it's talk about money. fusion as a metaphor for marriage. Oh, you, here we go. And um, Especially between, well, go for it. I'm married. I'm a 38-year-old man Big who's ma- been married for almost 17 years. Um, <laughs> it, mar- marriage, marriage is complicated. I think we need more metaphors than we have for marriage. Hmm. And the Bible is metaphorical it speaks in metaphor so over and over again and we don't really know what the bible means by this usually it says to become one to become one in in many different places Mm -hmm. and that's hard to understand and maybe some people haven't given that much thought but Mm -hmm. it can be it can be sort of dangerous Mm -hmm. you can sort of lose yourself in that metaphor Mm -hmm. especially somebody like me who got married very young yeah. And I think one of the beautiful things about fusion, I think it stands alone in terms of a helpful metaphor. It's two people fusing and becoming one yet distinct. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I love this idea. I mean, it really threw me off tonight when you said this uh, <laughs> about the thing already existing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm married and I love the idea of my marriage creating this whole new entity. Essentially. I think, I think, okay. I yeah. think in that quote, it literally means the sense of, like, you could create a fusion of, like, a garnet, and there could be a garnet that's, like, a natural garnet that already exists, or a garnet that's a fusion garnet. Mm. Is literally probably what it meant. Well, I don't know much about that. Because that, that is a possibility, a I think. Sure, yeah. I'm just thinking about the idea that my marriage with my wife, Marissa, has created... Uh, something right it's created right, something. Right. a completely it's, it's new it's created thing. a reality literally it's created um kids it's created relationships it's created a universe we live in a house together like there's a there the fusion i, I mean it has sexual overtones but it doesn't have yeah. to be sexual i mean obviously marriage involves sex and and that's definitely part of it and i think i think sex is sort of in a beautiful way implied in the dance, but it doesn't have to be. I think, I think it like half the time is, and mm-hmm. I think like half the time it isn't. It I think it's intimacy is yeah. really implied, but I think sex is a very like, all I'm saying is I don't really know of a better metaphor. I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are some out there that I don't know of yeah. for, for what to become one looks like. Hmm. Steven universe creates a great, Fusion is oh, a great metaphor. Yeah, for that. and yeah. I relate to it as a married person. It's inspiring to me. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and that's it. Makes me think of the episode of uh, the mindful episode of yeah. Stephen and Connie. So Connie is like Stephen's best friend slash potential. I don't know if it's a love interest. I don't don't know. know. They're just really close. They're best friends. And so Steven's first fusion is actually with Connie, who's a Mm -hmm. human. I mean, they form Stevani. And Stevani is like a teenage version of themselves, kind of. It's it's really interesting. Stevani's amazing. But um, Mm -hmm. as Stevani 
as, as Connie like grows more and more in the story and Steven grows more in his training, he starts to get like trained by Pearl to become a better, I don't know, like gem warrior almost. Um, and just to understand his gem powers or just like to get under, like to be taught how to use your gemness, I guess. Um, anyway, so they practice fusion and Connie got into this like huge fight with someone at her school. Oh, she like punched a kid or something and she shows up and she doesn't tell Steven about it before they fuse. And in the midst of what they're doing, they unfuse and they like Garnet then pulls them aside and like teaches them this beautiful song that, uh, it talks about mindfulness, but it also just talks about this idea of like saying the thought out loud and like allowing the other person into that. But also like, which, again, as a parent, is a great lesson for kids. You're right. happy they're watching something like that. Right. You no, know, that's true. But in the sense of, like, for them to be a whole, like, there has to be, like, a, an openness and, a, like, a willingness to share not just the, like, good stuff but the dark stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Connie was shameful that she, like, so she, like, accidentally, like, reflexively punched a kid. Mm-hmm. And she, like, felt all this deep shame about it. And Stephen, oh, Stephen had all of this deep shame about things that he didn't even do. It was things from his past mom. But he had all of this stuff and it was, he had to get it off his chest before they could to, they could like, that was part of them existing. And they, they stayed together in the end. They still stayed Stevani and they were able to like within, they like do this really cool way of showing that like within a fusion, each person still kind of has a voice. Mm. And that's the thing is you don't lose your voice in it. Right. You still get to talk, but you also create one voice. Fusion is so much oh <laughs> so so i talked about marriage i think we also i i, I do want to say we've been trained as theologians whatever that means yeah yeah so it, to me there are certain elements to fusion that that it's undeniably that ha- that have uh that say something about what i think to be the trinity you know Oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that painting really. I was like, oh. It's so fusion, I've talked about marriage. Do you want to talk about the the Trinity? I, I guess on some level, there's so many. I, it's kind of shocking to me when you pause and think about like objectively, fusion. You have to dance like to get into it, fusion. It, it, is Alexandrite the the clearest version of the Trinity? Well, I would say okay. So this is where I was. This is my thought that I was thinking today. It's less of an idea of being this is a good metaphor for the trinity as more of this is a good understanding of a trinitarian relationship and so Uh, uh, whoa 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 good 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 (laughs) so a trinitarian relationship implies this idea of unity and diversity and this implies like in the like the symbiotic relationship of the trinity it's not just this idea of like oh it's three and one it's the movement it's the dance and all of these things and it's dynamic it's it's full of like ups and downs and like that's what i believe like the trinity like truly that's probably not the right way of saying it but like when i think of the trinity i think more of in terms of it's like trinitarian feel like implications Mm. and i think fusion has those same like trinitarian ways of thinking it's this idea of the the gems i I, I don't even think these the creators are thinking that way. I feel like they might be. Really? I think there's some level. I don't know. I mean, also, I mean, I was really just like thinking so much about this idea of like this to fuse. You have to be emotionally present. You have to be physically present. You have to be mentally present. Like this idea of, yeah, you have to be like present in like, it's just this really like 
when fusion is a gems are in a healthy fusion, it's this beautiful way of being community. Mm-hmm. It's fusion is so beautiful. It really is. It's an amazing concept. Yeah. Yeah. What one of the theological terms we often use is perichoresis. Yeah. 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 And that's the dance. And they literally do a dance in Steven Universe. And I don't even think they had that word or the, or Trinitarian theology in mind. But uh, Yeah, I guess it. in my head I'm like, oh, they, they obviously did. Yeah. But I think that's just because I'm trained to think that way. I don't want to write them off like they don't know anything about Christian theology. But I've never heard them in interviews talk about that very much. Macy is yeah. looking at her whiteboard, which she's written down a lot of thoughts about uh, fusion. <laughs> I know. I wrote like too many thoughts. I, I, I would love to... I would love to talk about our favorite and least favorite fusions. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the fusions? Yeah. Least favorite fusions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, uh, Malachite is not a favorite fusion. Oh, right? I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I am, uh, I am not, um, I'm not a fan of Sardonyx. Sardonyx annoys me. It's Sardonyx, uh, Garnet, and Pearl. Yeah. I love Sardonyx. <laughs> I do not Sardonyx like Sardonyx. Sardonyx is a... Th- Three. Oh gosh, probably. So, <laughs> so did you say three wing? I four? feel like the finale of the episode should be a lighthearted conversation about our favorite and least favorite. Fusions. I agree. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I think we should be more lighthearted. <laughs> We've done some intense deep dives into theology and metaphor. <laughs> So I'll just say my two, I, I like Malachite is obviously uh, pretty detestable because we'll just say it. This is, it, it's, it's, it's a, a very abusive relationship. It's a controlling abusive yeah, relationship. It's a dark, abusive, bad relationship. There's a, a bad power dynamic. There's mm-hmm. a sense of, there's no individuation. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, Malachite is, is a bad, is a bad and dark Fusion, yeah. Um, sardonyx just annoys me. <laughs> I, I, there's no real beef with it aside from sardonyx just as an annoying character. Sardonyx <laughs> is garnet and pearl, and so pearl is like kind of like type A perfectionist. There's there she has aspects of that, mm-hmm. and um, garnet is like cool, like level headed, uh, level headed. But like garnet is also like all about like vibes and coolness and like do you think garnet's a nine on the i have no, i was trying to i don't know what garnet is a nine interesting uh, she might be a six too whoa she classifies a six trying to play it cool but ultimately not well but I, th- I i think it's i think she's a nine. i don't know i don't know she, i like sardonyx sardonyx is kind of annoying or sardonyx is like no thank <laughs> you oh yeah no like thank she's you the craziest laugh no thank and you like, sardonyx is a little bit of like a showman <laughs> yeah uh, but but there, she's funny. <laughs> she's a goofball. Uh, the, the creators are attempting to make her funny, but I don't find her very funny. But that's to each his own. You find yeah, Sardonyx find funny. Do you? Funny. Okay, let me put it this way. Do you have? If you were to put them in order, who oh. would be right above Malachite? Who is a who is a least favorite fusion? Oh, don't make me do that. You don't have to. You don't have to. I would probably put. In terms of least favorite, Alexandrite would be right. Yeah, above. I would say Alexandrite yeah. for sure. Alexandrite we don't see much besides in like battle. Alexandrite is the three 
Garn, Amethyst, and Pearl combined. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. Are we going to say favorite fusions? I didn't prepare for this, so I don't know if it'll be my essentially favorite, but it's I could say what mine tonight's favorite is. All right, tonight's. We won't hold you accountable. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be held accountable. Oh, wait. I don't know yet. Can you go first so I can think? Oh, I, I haven't even really planned for this, but I'm looking at the list in front of me because yeah. I wrote it down, and I'm thinking Malachite's my least favorite, then Sardonyx. I'm going up the list, so I'm not going yeah, best yeah. to worst. I'm going worst to best, basically. So I, I would say Malachite, and then Sardonyx, and then Alexandrite, and then uh, I would say Sugalite. I'm, I'm, I'm not really a huge fan. That's Garnet and Amethyst. They're strong. Big strong, and they're breaking oh, down that big you tower. You like that little man? Yeah, That's yeah. their and, 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 the, and let's just say this for fun is uh, the, the the person that does the voice for Sugalite is um, Nicki Minaj. Really? Isn't that interesting? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. So Sugalite, these characters, uh, Alexander yeah, Sugalite like are in that much. same category for me. But then we get into Smoky Quartz, oh. Garnet. Yes. Opal, Opal and Stevani. So how would we rate those? Top four. Top four. Yeah, those are fusions. the top four. Yeah, those, those are, are the, the top I'm four. I'm glad you agree. Uh, okay, <laughs> wait. We have Stevani, Garnet. Opal and Opal Smoky Quartz. and Smoky Quartz. Okay, I wish we got more of Opal. I don't know if we have enough content for me to comment a lot on Opal. Okay. I think Opal is just dope. Yeah, she's the really presence s- of Opal is steady and oh, non-dramatic, yeah. which is so interesting yeah. when you think of Amethyst because Am and Pearl because Amethyst is super relaxed but also like kind of loud and goofbally, mm-hmm. and Pearl is kind of uptight but like is good and organized, and they're. I don't know. It's an interesting combo. It I is an I combo. I would feel like once like Opal is like security. I feel like. Mm, yeah. And, but then Smoky Quartz adds a oh, really sort of I endearing, love lovable Quartz. humor, goof, goofiness. Yeah, so Smoky Quartz is Steven yeah. and, and Gar- Amethyst. Am- and Amethyst, yeah. And Smoky Quartz is like, they're, <laughs> Smoky Quartz is like, the you, you're reminded why Fusion is so like pure. Because Steven and Amethyst, Amethyst is like this kind of like smaller gem who, isn't quite as like uh, she's not like as strong, I guess, mm-hmm. as the other gems mm-hmm. and the, like confident. Yeah, probably rooted. confident. And like in terms of like she was formed on Earth and like was probably baked wrong or whatever the way it's used. But so Amethyst and Stephen like kind of have this relatability in the sense that they're like kind of like always learning and like goofballs and like they're not quite as like needing to pay attention to what's actually going on because they're kind of like almost seen as like. The kids, hmm. I think Amethyst is often seen that right. way. That's a good way. And of and it. she's starting to find her own hmm. and starting to like believe in herself because I think half of the reason why she's seen as that is because she sees herself as that. But anyways, so when they fuse, it's this monumental moment of them two realizing that like they're they like have it within themselves to like be strong. And then yeah, we didn't even know that. Like we obviously we haven't didn't. seen Stephen and Pearl. Fuse or Steven and Garnet. Yeah, so Steven's only fused with a human up yeah. until this point. And so Steven fusing with another gem was a new thing. Yeah. And they fused in like I w- a I wonder big if that moment. will be a future episode. Like what if 
What if oh, Steven fuses Steven with Pearl. all four? I want Steve, I but want... all four, all, all four fuse, you know? Oh, the, the, that's the thing to Who everybody knows? out there. Once the concept of fusion is presented, then every character you want to fuse. You yeah. want to see the fusion and what they're going to do. And there's, wow. there's so much fan art, so much just speculation. Whoa, I didn't even know this. Really? Yeah, fan art. Oh, like my possible goodness. Fusions. Oh, yes. Yeah, so many. It. Oh, yeah. it's so much. Oh, that's crazy. Cora and I have like colored in, oh my drawn oh all my of gosh. these. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, a peridot in lapis fusion. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. I will cry. Oh, I've always seen. Could you uh, imagine? What we haven't would they seen Peridot like? fuse with anybody. No, because Peridot's, Peridot's nervous. Fusion is... Oh, right. Fusion she requires tried to fuse a, a garnet. Of, fusion requires a lot of intimacy. Ooh. And Peridot is wow. Peridot is really protective and nervous. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, we haven't even <laughs> talked about Peridot tonight, who's one of my favorite characters. Uh, Peridot is... One of the best characters. She'd Peridot be in is the potentially. I no, yeah, I was yeah. about to say that. Peridot and Pearl. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So between, no I, I think I know my top four. Do you want to? Do you want to try a stab oh. at a top four fusion? It's, yeah. It's oh between yeah. Smoky quartz, opal, yeah. garnet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I know my. I know my order. Do you want to go in order from uh, top to bottom or no like, bottom to top? Okay, bottom top here. So four yeah. will be in my. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. say garnet. Okay. What are you saying? Why don't you do your four and then I'll do my four? Am I like explaining? No, I I, I said I, garnet. Yeah, and then keep going. Oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> uh, I thought you meant like my four, like my fourth choice. Um, that, that is your fourth choice. Yes, garnet. Okay. Yeah. I think. Uh, mm, <laughs> I wish we knew opal better. Okay, opal's four, garnet okay. is three. Okay. Then smoky quartz, then Stefani. Wow. Big thing. It has to be. It, Matthew is, I it, think, is that a stretch or a cheer? Oh, <laughs> it's a <man>. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> no cheer. Stefani is, in my mind, like a clear winner. Okay. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in mine. Okay. I would say. Are we going to debate them? No. Oh. I, I don't feel any need to debate. I don't think so. I appreciate what, I, 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 these are, uh, yeah. So you said, <laughs> you said Garnet. Opal, Smoky Quartz, Stevani. I think I changed it to say Opal, Garnet, Smoky Quartz, Stevani. Oh, Opal's bottom. I think, yeah. Mine would be number four, Smoky Quartz. What? Number three, Opal. Number two, Garnet. Hmm. Number one, Stevani. Stevani! So we both agree Stevani is yeah. number one. Stevani but, uh, is. But if Stevani didn't exist, Garnet would be number one. Garnet is the, the original... I can Fusion. get annoyed by Garnet. Yeah, uh, okay. I know, I know. That is the most... Con- I, I get scared point. saying and this, that. This, again, all these could be their own episodes. I, Garnet isn't my favorite character or necessarily manifested Fusion, but the story behind Garnet Ruby and Sapphire together. Yes, make me very I would happy. agree. I would agree. The concept of Garnet and what Garnet stands for, I do love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Garnet, the character is, I think. Yeah, she's very. I would choose Smoky. I would I would choose Opal over Smoky Quartz just because, even though I love Smoky Quartz, there is a slight sardonic overtone in just the silliness of it. And part of the charm of the show is silly silliness. Yeah. But but there's something really special about Opal. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there really is. Opal like <laughs> is just like. Maybe it's because it was the first fusion we saw. Maybe, and her voice is so. She's got deep. a really peaceful. I like honestly like voice. it's just she says very little. Yeah, 
It's just interesting. Yeah, I, I that 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 time. Um, what's the episode name when Jasper's coming? The return. The return. I think when everything's going terribly and Stephen returns, and they're on the shore fighting. Oh and yeah. And Opal's there. Yeah. And even you sense that something big is important is happening and that Opal may be able to handle it. And then when Opal can't handle it, you're confused. Yeah. That's another thing is when fusions can't handle something, yeah. it's like, Oh gosh, Whoa. a fusion. Yeah. Cause fusions are real powerful. Which is a whole different episode because Alexandrite gets completely dominated by what's her face. Uh, Avery's character. <laughs> Aquamarine. Aquamarine just Avery. totally destroys Alexandrite. Yeah, Aquamarine is clearly powerful. Yeah. Aquamarine knows it yeah crap oh yeah she is <laughs> aquamarine is aqua i guess a tough word for aqua me first marine first, aquamarine aquamarine uh she's a fascinating character and uh, that's the thing that's okay she's another three, point i think on the enneagram oh <laughs> yes another thing uh maybe i think an eight potentially mm, oh yeah i honestly think an eight um but uh Every character, every character on this show is thoughtful, yeah. including the town characters, well the townies. Three-dimensional. Uh, yeah. Three, oh, you said mm-hmm. that in your blog post. That was a great Did word Did I say for that? It. You said that, ah, yeah. Nice. It's no character will be brought up just once. Mm. Um, it's And it hasn't even wrapped yet. I think what you're even hinting at is even these characters may be brought in, way, brought oh, in, in ways that oh. we don't even understand yet. I thought that things, I thought I knew the characters, you guys, and I don't know <laughs> the characters. Recent like, I thought I knew them. And it's interesting and frustrating, but I do think that's a good metaphor, I guess, for people, because when you think you know people, you find out maybe there's more to know. <laughs> do, do you want to give one final pitch for Steven Universe? Oh, I'm giving, oh, a pitch. This is wrapping it up. Steven, Steven. I don't why, know. Why, why is it important? Why, why do we watch it? Why, why, would you, why do you watch it? Why should people watch it? Um, it's enjoyable, first of all. It's, it might help you to think in new ways. And it's, it's done in an artistic, beautiful, creative ways that, that help you to understand, or at least like help you to challenge things in your real life. I think it's, it's relatable more than you would realize. And if you, yeah, I guess if you have kids or you're around kids, I I think it's, it's, wholesome that's a word we've been using i genuinely think it's wholesome i think the creative team behind it is is doing really good thoughtful work like a central theme of this is empathy like steven the main character acts out of empathy and he's this like kid who's trying to figure out what it's like to like become this powerful he he comes into a lot of power and it's this obvious it's Mm -hmm. a coming of age thing but he's this Mm -hmm. like he kind of goes against stereotypes of what it is to be a boy. He's, he's like soft and like hugs and is sweet and still (laughs) innocent. And like, really like, Mm. I think sets a good example of, I I, I think he's a good example character, Mm. honestly. Um, Like I'm encouraged by who he is and like Mm. his character encourages me to see the world in different ways. And I think it, I think he, he, his character encourages the gems. I think so too. And I think, I think also, the character development is so incredibly good that it helps you to see how complex people are in your own world. Mm. Like, 
Pearl, for example, this character, I like kind of was like, oh yeah, Pearl's fine, Pearl's whatever. Side note, Pearl is the character you are in your Instagram. Post. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's who I am. So Pearl, I like kind of liked, but wasn't like, oh, I love Pearl. And then like, I don't know when it happened, but all of a sudden, once you like realize Pearl's backstory and you get to know Pearl, it, there's nothing but mad love, mad respect, mad care. You're so empathetic towards Pearl. You're nothing but rooting for her. Like, this show is good. Just go watch it. <laughs> That's all I can say. I really, so I get passionate. Uh, we love Steven. I would say in closing, I, I remember reading a book, a novel years and <coughs> years ago. It was called The Unnamed. Check it out. It's a really good book, The Unnamed. It's, it's a, it has a crazy premise. But I will just say, uh, it's about a it's about a husband slash father that has a very strange condition, hmm. and he could he continues to drift apart from his family. And one of the really touching scenes of that book is he settles down long enough to binge watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's such a sweet, touching, riveting moment in the book. And when you can find, I'm talking to the, to parents out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There have been shows, and I think for me personally, Price Stevens, the top, where it has been worth every single minute binging yeah. that show with my kids mm. for all the reasons you said. I mean, there's a mythology, there's a humor, there's an enjoyment, um, but I think ultimately there's a depth that I value experiencing with my kids. And the really interesting thing to say about that as a parent is, I think, go, going back to that word progressive, we're, 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 we're as a family, in my experience, being challenged together in real time. Mm-hmm. We're learning together in real time. It's not something that I've experienced that I'm now passing down to my kids. There's so many shows that... I, I, for the first one that comes to my mind is Winnie the Pooh. It's like, that's a show that I watched when I was little, or a movie. And now I'm going to pass it on to my kids. Steven Universe is something we've watched together. And yeah. I've, I'll just say, I've been challenged in my uh, interpretation or my understanding of gender stereotypes through Steven Universe. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't know what my kids will say eventually. Maybe that was something that was never needing to be challenged. And mm-hmm. for that, I am honestly envious. You know, they're growing up in a different era. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that wasn't as profound to them. Maybe they'll ultimately say it was the mythology and the humor and the, you know, superpowers and the fusion and stuff that was most appealing to them. But being able to watch this with my kids and grow together mm-hmm. has been huge. Yeah. So. I, 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 I guess we're saying it's not a kid's show. Anybody should watch it. 20-something, 30-something, 40-something, 50-something, 100-something. <laughs> Can I have one more thing to say? Please. I also think, so like going off that, it made me think of this idea of like, it also models this. So Stephen grows up with three unconventional parent or like mm-hmm. parent-like figures and a random dad, like a, a dad, a random dad. A random a, dad. His, his dad, dad, his dad is like a really interesting complex character who it is so clear that they are all doing their best 
to, to take do, care of this rogue kid. To take care of Steven, to take they're all juggling a lot. And they're also trying to still figure out who they are. And you get like insight into that. And I think it's this really beautiful way of showing like uh, people like they make mistakes and they they often they try and be honest with their mistakes and but it's a really sweet like a alternate like not alternative model but just like way of showing that there's not like one cookie cutter way of raising someone or whatever absolutely i don't know absolutely good stuff it is good stuff that's sweet uh it's like the end of sound of music where it says or, or I was like Mickey Mouse Club. Now it's time to say goodbye <laughs> to all yeah. our family. It's time to or it's, go to or bed. it's like Sound of Music. So long, farewell. farewell. <laughs> uh, we don't want to go to bed, but uh, but we kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the end. Even though we is could there, talk about Steven is Universe. Is there forever. more to say? I mean, there is, but there's more to say. We we want to keep talking about Steven Universe, and if we keep, not if. As we, as we continue to do our yeah. podcast, we hope to do more episodes about Steven Universe. And Th- tonight we deep dived on Fusion, but one night we'll deep dive on each character that we oh, love. Yes, yes. One, one yes. night we'll deep dive on music. Yes. One night we'll deep dive on empathy. Yeah. Maybe it'll get, be next year. Who get knows? Ready. Who next knows? Year, who knows when it's coming? Next y'all. year in June. <laughs> who knows? All right, we're going to bed. Thanks for listening, everybody. Macy has put down her microphone. Good night. If you're evil and you're on the rise, you can count on the four of us taking you down. Cause we're good and evil never beats us. We'll win the fight and then go out for pizzas. We are the crystal gems.